0: Anders Lee scores three goals for the first time in his career. Sorokin gets the shutout. We have our key takeaways from the Islanders' win over the Blue Jackets and full previews of both of this weekend's games. All that and more on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the weekend edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, feel free to send us an email. The email address, lockedonislanders at gmail.com. If you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter, at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. Big win for the Islanders 6 0 over the Blue Jackets. Uh, before we even get into what happened on the ice, let's talk a little bit about. Uh, an update on Zdeno Chara and Matthew Barzal. Neither one of them playing Thursday night at the UBS Arena against Columbus, but both of them now back to skating and and working out. So uh, hopefully they'll be back soon, and as soon as we know something, we'll tweet it out to you as to whether they'll be able to play night or Sunday, the two games that the Islanders have to close out this six-game homestand. So, fingers crossed on that one, that Barzi and Zdeno Chara close to returning to action. The other thing is uh, the booth. Uh, if you were watching this game on MSG+, Plus, uh, both Butch and Brandon unavailable. So, A.J. Molesko replacing uh, Butch, and Butch get well soon. He had a little uh, procedure done. And uh, Jiggs McDonald, the Hall of Famer, one of the all-time classiest guys you ever want to meet in the world of hockey, uh, taking over for Brandon, and uh, I'll tell you, always great to hear Jiggs. For those of us who remember when Jiggs McDonald did play-by-play for the Islanders, uh, just a great trip down memory lane, and Jiggs, he still has it. Uh, So, great to, to hear that. Now, let's get into the game. This game, you know... You, you could talk about the hat trick, and let's start with that. Anders Lee getting the job done. So many times in his career, Lee had two goal games, and this was finally the first hat trick of his NHL career. And the third goal came on the power play with literally 0.4 seconds left on the clock. So it really felt good for Anders Lee to get that first career hat trick. He is a guy who you would have thought would have had one by now. But, you know, he gets the, the hatty, and congratulations to him. And, you know, none of these uh, you know, earth type of moves. moves. Really, the only goal of the game that sort of took your breath away was the first one by Brock Nelson where he literally spun around and put the puck in the net. But Lee doing Anders Lee things. And you know, sometimes that's all you need your players to do. Lee gets tip-ins, deflections, and rebounds in front of the goal. That's where he scored most of his goals last night. So, that was a positive. Congratulations to the captain on his first career hat trick. Three assists for Anthony Bavillier, uh, who, you know, has struggled, but uh, had a good game and picked things up after a slow start. And... You know, overall, just a, a, a strong performance. And how about Josh Bailey, where a lot of people are saying, hey, why is Josh Bailey still in the lineup? Well, a goal and an assist for Bales. Ryan Pulak with three helpers. Here's the thing. Uh, little surprise that uh, Otto Koivula, uh was in the lineup instead of Kiefer Bellows, but Koivala did his thing. Ryan uh, Pulak, five shots. Adam Pellick, five shots. You know, people pitching in. But let's talk a little about Ilya Sorokin. 25 saves to earn the shutout. His sixth shutout of the year. Wasn't tested a lot. The Islanders defensive did a good job of slowing down the Blue Jackets and winning their quality chance. Not just the quantity. Early in the game, Boone Jenner in on a, And Sorokin made save. The score was still 0-0 at that point. If Kalis scored that play, tone of the And, you know, we've heard the expression in hockey. It's not just, you know, how many saves you make. It's sometimes when you make saves. Sorokin wasn't tested often, but... A couple of really good chances early, he made those big saves when he had to, and then by the second period, this became a one-sided hockey game for the New York Islanders, and boy, uh, they needed a win like this one. Rough game for Casey Sezekis, four minor penalties for Zeke, so, you know, he was uh, in and out of the penalty box throughout the game, but... Overall, sort of a get-well game for a lot of Islanders players, and you just have to be pleased. We talked about this on the show yesterday. Columbus, kind of uh, struggling defensively all season long. They played a goalie in Eunice Carposalo, who had missed a lot of time, so this was his first game back, and he's rusty and the islanders ended up taking advantage of it not so much in the first period when the nelson goal was really pretty and and was the only goal of the period but in that second period uh the islanders started taking a lot more shots and you know bailey lee pajot a shorty overall just just a great uh a great performance and i i love the aggression the shorthanded goal was a 2 on 1 uh and and just set up by a great four-checking Pulak feeds Pajot and the puck goes into the back of the net. So just a, a, a strong overall performance, top to bottom, timely saves, good team defense. Uh, after the first period, you know, amazingly enough, for the first period, the Brock Nelson goal was the only shot on goal by an Islander forward all period long. But in the second period, boy, did those forwards come through and start uh, getting the job done with a lot of uh, shots. And and by the end of the game, you know, the shots on goal were no longer an an issue. And, you know, Anders Lee ended up with seven of them, Brock Nelson four, and the Islanders just got the job done. Otto Koivula in the lineup. uh you know, not a, an outstanding performance, but he held his own. And here's a stat that I love. And, and, and you know, to me, it speaks volumes about the way the Islanders played team defense. The top line for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Boone Jenner, Patrick Lamb, minus four, Gustav Nyquist, minus three. Not only did the Islanders... You know, outplay the Blue Jackets, but they took their most dangerous line, bottled them up in the defensive zone, and ended up winning the hockey game by basically taking away the strength of the Columbus Blue Jackets and exploiting their weakness. That's what you really want to see. All right, when we come back, we've got two games to preview this weekend. What do the Islanders need to do to get past the Jets and the Ducks? These are not common opponents, but there are ways to beat them both. We'll break that all down for you. We've got a a great enforcer as the Islanders' birthday of the day, so lots more to get to on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar Have you tried the Puffs? This is a new product from Built Bar, and if you haven't tried it, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And like all Built Bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And why are Puffs a fan favorite? Listen to some of these flavors. Yummy, cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow. My favorite, banana cream pie. These are so good, they're going to be your new favorite. And look, most Bilt Bars contain just 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, only 4 net carbs, but pack 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Bilt Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then they figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to built.com. use the promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NHL game every Monday through Friday with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So... Two games on tap for the Islanders this weekend. We're going to break them both down for you. Uh, Friday, tonight, the Winnipeg Jets in town. And, you know, Winnipeg is one of those teams that is tough to figure out. Because the talent level is clearly there. But the consistency is not. And it, it sort of drives, I think, you know, a lot of Jets fans in particular uh, crazy. But the, the, the Jets are a team that probably should have a better record than they do this year. But, uh, you know, put together consistency And when you don't have the consistency, you're not going to win a lot of hockey games. And, you know, you look at the numbers for the Winnipeg Jets, and they really should be, I think, better than where they are. So let's take a look. 16th in goals for 18th in goals against their 26, 22, and 10 on the season. And right now out of you know out of the playoffs if the season ended today but still in the fight to try to get a spot so this is a team that's going to be desperate to come in and play a good road game against the New York Islanders and it'll be up to the Islanders to really find a way to beat them so Again, can they do it? Power play, special teams, kind of average. The power play, 22% efficiency, 13th in the league. PK, 20th, 77.4% efficiency. You would think that the uh, Islanders' power play should be able to take advantage of some opportunities here. Uh, let's take a look at the Winnipeg Jets' line combinations. Uh and again, there's a lot of talent here. A lot of talent. Top line, Mark Scheifele centering Paul Stassny and Blake Wheeler. Uh, then you got Pierre-Luc Dubois centering the second line with Kyle Connor to his left, Evgeny Svechnikov on his right side. Adam Lowry is the third line pivot. Andrew Kopp and Nikolai Eller are on either of Dominic Toninato is the fourth line center, which Jin Vassalian to his left, and Jansen Harkins on his right side. Defensively, Josh Morrissey and Dylan DeMello are the top pairing. Brandon Dillon and Neil Point, uh, Pionk are the second pairing. Logan Stanley and Nate Schmidt round out the third pairing, while in goal, Eric Lee or Connor Heck. And injuries, you know, they're dealing a bunch of them. On the IR, Denver, Cole Perfect. Nathan Boley, Brian Little, and Little's abs uh being felt right now. So the Islanders got to take it realistically of the inconsistency of the Winnipeg Jets. Still some players you got to be aware of. Kyle Connor, extremely dangerous, leads the team with 34 goals and 64 points. No one else has more than 50 Pierre-Luc Dubois and Mark Scheifele also over the 20-goal mark so far. So there is some talent there, and Blake Wheeler has 33 assists uh, so far this year. Winnipeg, right now, uh, they also played last night, beat the New Jersey Devils by a score of 2-1. So they started this road trip for them, It's a three-game road trip. It's the Devils, the Islanders, and then the Blues. They got off on the right foot. They won two in a row, but they lost the two games before that. So again, the inconsistency is there. Gotta watch uh, for Pierre-Luc Dubois on the power play. He leads the team with 12 power play goals while Kyle Connor and Blake Wheeler... uh, Fifteen and twelve assists on the power play. Neil Pionk by uh, Nate Schmidt rather with ten Pionk with nine assists on the power play, and Adam Lowry, uh, and Kyle Connor each with two short-handed goals. So keep your eye on them. If the Islanders get the man advantage, they can be dangerous. Meanwhile, on Sunday, it'll be. The Islanders and the Anaheim Ducks. Ducks, again, sort of in the mix in a very tight but inconsistent Pacific division, but falling off a little bit as of late. Now, the Ducks will be playing the Devils Saturday night in New Jersey, so they will be on a back-to-back. The Islanders will have one day off, but it will still be three games in four nights. The Ducks have lost their last two and three of their last four heading into the game Saturday against the Devils. And they'll be doing, you know, it's the Devils, the Islanders, and then the Rangers uh, to close out what is a five-game road trip for the Ducks. You look at Anaheim, again, their goals against are the problem. They're middle of the pack, 17th in goals scored, 22nd in goals against, their power play is lethal. Fifth in the league, 25% of the time on the power play, they score a goal. The penalty killing is seventh, so special teams uh, getting it done. John Gibson is the number one goalie. Anthony Stolar is the backup. Uh, Troy Terry leads the team with 28 goals, and Trevor Zegres, if you haven't seen this kid play, he is so talented, so much fun to watch. He's a little banged up, though, so we want to see whether or not he ends up being available for the Anaheim Ducks. We look at quickly at the line combination the Ducks. Former Devil, Adam Henrique, is the top line. Maxime Comtois and Troy Terry on either side of him. Sam Steele, Sonny Milano, and Richard Rael are the second line. Daniel Regan, Derek Grant, Vinny Lettieri are the third combination, and then Sam Carrick centers the fourth line with Nicholas Delorier and Buddy Robinson on either side of him. Fowler and Andre Suster are the top defense pairing. Hampus Lundholm and Jamie Drysdale, the second pairing. Josh Mahora and Kevin Shattenkirk are the third pair on the blue line. John, I mean, in goal, as we mentioned, Gibson and Stolars. The injuries, Max Jones, Josh Manson, Ryan Getzlaff, uh, and Jakob Silverberg all on the IR. Isaac Lundstrom is out. And Trevor Zegres listed as day-to-day. I get the feeling that Zegres may be back by Sunday. And again, worth the price of admission to watch this young kid as he develops. Some chances for the Islanders to pick up points, and, and hopefully they will. And of course, we will have all of our key takeaways on Monday's show, and I am live tweet during the games. When we come back, a fan favorite from the late 80s and into the early 90s who was uh, one of the Islanders' best-known enforcers. He's our Islanders' birthday of the day. We'll have that and some more thoughts uh, about today's or last night's game. All that still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season, and it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day and uh, I'll tell you this is a guy who really was a fan favorite when he was with the New York Islanders and uh, hard to believe that you know it it has come to this but a very happy birthday uh, today for the bomber Ken Baumgartner and I'll tell you, he really was uh not a big goal scorer, but a, a guy who really uh gave his heart and soul to the New York Islanders during his three seasons with the team. Baumgartner uh will be 56 years old today, 6'1, 205, so good size, but not like you know, Zdeno Chara type size. Drafted in the 12th round by the Sabres, made his NHL debut in 87-88 with the LA Kings, and then joined the Islanders during the 89-90 season. Stayed with the Isles for parts of three years, 89-90, 90-91, and 91-92. Had 194 penalty minutes in 53 games in his first partial season, 282 penalty minutes in 78 games in 90-91, and in 44 games in 91-92, 202 penalty minutes. In the three years with the Isles, one goal, 12 assists, 13 points, and as we mentioned, all of those penalty minutes. He played in uh, in four of the five playoff games in 1990 against the Rangers, racking up 27 more penalty minutes after leaving the Islanders, played for the Leafs, the Ducks, and the Bruins uh, before closing out his career in Boston after the 1998-99 season. 696 career NHL games, 13 goals, 54 points, and yes, 2,242 penalty minutes. Add 51 playoff games, one goal, three assists, and 106 penalty minutes in those. We're going to go back. And look at one of the Bomber, that was his nickname, uh, one of his better games with the Islanders. November seventh, 1990, at the old Brendan Byrne Arena in the Meadowlands, Glenn Healy of the Islanders versus Sean Burke, the goalie for the Devils, and the Islanders get on the board first. Kirk Muller, a future Islander, off for hooking. Pat Flatley scores the power play goal, his second of the year, Pat LaFontaine and Yari Gronstrand with the assist at 428. Only goal of the first period. Islanders up 1-0. But the Devils storm back in the second. Claude Lemieux, his seventh from Eric Weinrich at 222. Bruce Driver, his third from Peter Stastny and Kirk Muller at 436. Islanders trailing by a 2-1 score. But then... Pat LaFontaine evens it up less than two minutes later. His 10th from Brad Delgarno and our Islanders' birthday of the day, Ken Baumgartner. That goal at 621 after 40 minutes. Islanders 2, Devils 2. In the third, the Islanders take the lead. Bill Berg, his second of the year from our Islanders' birthday of the day, Ken Baumgartner. At 232, Islanders up 3-2, to two, but the Devils' answer, Alan Stewart, his second from Walt Podubny, the late, great Walt, Walt Podubny. That goal coming a mere 26 seconds after the Berg goal, and we're tied again at 3-3. Islanders get a power play when the Devils are called for too many men on the ice, and Pat Flatley cashes in his second of the game, third of the year. Brent Sutter and David Volok with the assist at 13:35. Pat LaFontaine extends the Islanders' lead with his 11th, second of the game, 11th of the year. Gary Nyland, the assisted 16-11. And then Brent Sutter closes out the scoring with his sixth of the year. Don Maloney and David Vollock with the assist. Islanders skate away with a 6-3 win, but for the bomber, Ken Baumgartner, two assists, a plus two, and two shots on goal in this game. Glenn Healy making... 27 saves on 30 shots. Islanders outshot 30 to 28 in this one, but they come away with the six to three. And for Ken Baumgartner, a nice two assist night. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. So happy 56th birthday to the Bomber. Two chances for the Islanders to pick up points this weekend tonight and Sunday. We'll see whether or not they can get either Zdeno Chara or Matthew Barzal back. But I will say this um, the Islanders are starting to play some better as of late. And that fact is encouraging. And the question now becomes you know, can you start stringing some of these good games together? Uh, you do that. You move up in the standings, Islanders now seven points behind Columbus for fifth place in the Metropolitan Division, and they have four games in hand. So again, we'll see how this one plays out. And uh, I'll tell you, it's encouraging. It is just encouraging to see this team playing some better hockey, but they've got to be consistent. That's the one thing that really has been missing all year. And let's see if they can do it. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steele Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and wherever you get podcasts. That does it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We will be back on Monday with our next episode. Uh, we'll have our key takeaways from both of this weekend's games and all the latest injury news, notes, and updates. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.